live. Now we are. Welcome to Catfish Weekly. Along with James Smith, I'm Chalil Stokes. <laughs> James, we're going to have a great show tonight. It's springtime. Oh. The weather is warming up. The water's warming up. The fish are starting to bite. Yes, we have sir. Two Don't make me laugh too hard. Tonight. You're killing me. Don't make me laugh too hard. I'm hurt. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get my rib hurting again. <laughs> oh. My kidneys can't take none of that. Oh, <laughs> of God. We got a lot of great people in here tonight, Chad. We do, sir. Let's give a few shout outs before we get too far along. Go right ahead. Start us I out, sir. JP, I see JB3 Country Boy Ernie Brown. I can't I can't go all the way back to the top. So if y'all was in here earlier, shout out again so we can see your name. Uh oh, there he is. There <laughs> we go. There he goes. There's, Chris, there's Greasy Brown, Mike Irvin, John Patrick Jr. Uh, there's uh, Mark from Catfish and Crappy Good Hook. There's Miss D's in the house. Go ahead. There's Cindy right. in the house. Go ahead there, Chad. Let's see. I see. Uh, I'm not sure if you said them or not. Catfish and Crappie, um, Georgia Fisherman, Sharina. Keeping it real, Mike Irvin, Betty Jean Cross, uh, three plus one. We got Chrissy and Ernie Brown, Philip Williams. Fines. There was fans and fines in here. Eric Burnside. Trying to, trying to catch some that you might have missed. I see uh, Mike Green bumping Mike Greenwell, Greenwell fishing. Thomas Littlepage, what is up, Thomas? Great to see you, Country Boy Catfishing. We already said downtown Ernie Brown, Sharina. You got to keep Sharina. Say her a couple times. She's awesome. Got I, got talk, I, I got to talk to her and Thomas on the phone the other day. I just sent them out a big old packages of uh, something for uh, for their shows and stuff. So, Sharina, look in the mail. It'll be there in a couple of days, sweet lady. That is, you know, the excitement she has for catfishing and stuff, it's just contagious. Contagious. It is. It is. It is. They're having fast hooks and hammock. The fishing magicians in the house. Catfish fever. So, uh, Chad, I'm going to let you start out a little bit. I'm going to stand up for a second, then I'll say All right, buddy. Down. All right. Well, appreciate it. There's some the <clears throat> Fish with Big Mike. So, Stan, glad you was able to make it tonight, sir. I know we were supposed to have Stan 3, but he's got something going on. So, appreciate you coming into the show tonight. Who would have Thanks. thought, my friend, six I months know. ago, eight <laughs> months ago, you was one of them superstar uh, supporters, yeah, and yeah. you were you were encouraged. Uh, un unbelievable! What the uh, I can't I can't say enough for what this has done for me. And so, and I try to be one of those superstar supporters, but the more you do it, it's hard to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> It's definitely harder to keep up these days. There's a lot of great channels going on out there. I mean, obviously, m most of our viewing audience right now in, in the chat is fellow uh, creators and fishermen that like to go put out videos and uh, do lives and such like that. So, you know, what what encouraged you in Stand 3 to start Stand Day Sunday? Is that what it's called? <laughs> Uh, stand day live, I guess is what. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> stand day morning live, I guess it kind of turned into a thing. Uh, you know, it. Uh, like you said, I was however many months ago we we really started we really started putting out videos and doing our live. Uh, really, we're not putting out a lot of videos yet, but that that's what we're working on now. Uh, we started doing our lives in October, and uh, you know, about mid October is when we really started doing it. Uh, you know, I, I've got some, uh, I've got some physical issues and whatnot, and we've we've kind of gone over some things like that. But uh, yeah. I managed to catch uh, Chunky Cats fishing live the one night. Had a message pop up on my screen, and not really sure how that happened because I didn't have notifications on. But the rest is history. We'll say I caught that show, and you know, we were, I was just talking before about that contagious energy of, uh, you know somebody like him that just loves fishing that much and loves entertaining people. And, uh, you know, that kind of just got contagious and 
I started just, I wanted to talk to everybody I could talk to and watch everybody I could watch. And <laughs> uh, I wanted to be like the uh, Chad, who was the uh, super moderator back then and just uh, shared the love with as many people as he could. I've heard some great things about that young man. He, he yeah. is my favorite. <laughs> um, so just, just putting that out there. He, he definitely uh, one of my favorites too. <laughs> he, he always a good guy. So you, you fish the James for the most part, correct? Oh yes. 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 I mean, I know that's where you're all normally on the banks at. Uh, uh, you see, it's kind of a long story, but uh, I'll keep it short because it's only an hour show and we know that, you know, right. I start talking and it'll just go, but uh, we know. We live, I was originally from Louisiana. So uh, we, I moved upstate, uh, upstate New York when I was younger et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Stand three was raised. We, we moved on a lake in upstate New York, lived right on the lake. So that stand three's childhood was fishing every day, right out on a uh, mountain lake up in New York state. <laughs> so he's been around fishing since before he even remembers. We, we, I think we had him camping on a lake when he was three months old. So uh, that's always been, but up there it was a, you know, pike and bass and big bluegills and giant crappie for you know it was nothing for us to go out and catch a stringer full of 14 15 16 crappie and uh nice. you know that was the what we were brought up you know he was brought up on well long story short we end up down here in virginia happened to be you know 15 minutes from one of the best catfish rivers in america and uh absolutely and so what do you do <laughs> You fish for what's there, and when you've got opportunity to go out and catch uh, 40, 50-pound fish with the possibilities of 70, 80, 90s, uh, you fish for catfish. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Possibility 100, yes. Yes. <laughs> so so, Stan, so Stan's um, out in the kayak quite a bit. When, when are we going to see the father-son tandem in the kayak? Uh, or are you, are you waiting on me? <laughs> yes, when you and I do the, uh, we'll do the inaugural uh, uh, big guy, uh, you know, uh, kayak trip. Then we can do it from there. Uh, when All they, right. they can find a way to put uh, strap three or four kayaks together, and you can still fish <laughs> out of it. <laughs> hey, big nasty got in one. Y'all boys can get in one now. That <laughs> rice was almost seven foot tall, and he ain't no little man. I promise you that. Glenn Hill ain't no little man. <laughs> no. Glenn Hill's a big old boy in that kayak. Yeah, Flynn Hill was talking to us in chat one uh, the one day saying, you know, they, mm -hmm. they, they'll hold us. They make them that, the, that we can get out there and uh, do that kind of thing. It's just us getting the courage to do it. It's like getting a uh, creedle <laughs> up on ice. But now yeah. they do make the training pontoons that goes out of the side. I said that being funny, but they do make the external <laughs> pontoons that goes out to the side. And Jeff had bought some of them. Uh, I think they aggravated him a little bit, but they did make it a lot more stable. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just, well, I think, I mean, I can't get in them either because of my back. But to me, I think that is probably one of the most stealthiest way to catfish right there, man. That is just, that had to be fun, especially hooking in 30, 40, 50 pound cat that's still great. Oh, absolutely. He can jerk you around, son. Without a doubt. And when, uh, when uh, Stan three first started doing the, the kayak catfishing and he was calling me the first time he got that first sleigh ride by a big 40 or 50 pound blue cat. And he's that catfish is dragging him around up in the, you know, on the James river. Mm -hmm. There's just nothing, you know, there's nothing like that. But uh, on a, on a safety note, for those of us that are kind of uh, uh even if you don't have physical limitations and things, uh, you know, respect the kayak, bring it out on lake or pond for smaller waters, uh, keep it by shore, get yourself to your proficient with it first, uh, learn the safety, always have your vest on because uh, yes. I'll tell you what, weeks ago we were, I was fishing at the James and uh, I'm sitting there on the bank and I wasn't doing a live or anything just there. And all of a sudden these rescue trucks come pulling in and God bless them. <clears throat> God bless our first responders. Uh, within 30 seconds of them hitting that parking lot, I was amazed. I thought it was a paramilitary outfit that was, uh, they hit the parking lot. They were back down the ramp. 
The rescue rafts were out. There was four or five people in each one of them. I would say it took all of maybe 30 seconds from the time they hit the parking lot to the time they were in the water to go up the river. And uh, within two minutes, they were back down with uh, two people and two kayaks. You know, they, they see the James River and it doesn't look like it doesn't look like, you know, the Mississippi or one of these mm -hmm. other rivers. But uh, that that current is there. It's you know, there's a lot of times a lot of times we can't hold with eight or ten ounce. So if you don't know what you're doing in a kayak, don't go out in the swift waters. Right. You know, I mean, that, that, first. as I'll say, that, that that's a great point. I mean, it doesn't matter river, lake, whatever, respect the water you're on, you know. Hey, even bait know. fishing, Stan. I mean, you got to take a chance. I busted my tail many a time bait fishing <laughs> mm -hmm. rolled off in that freaking water. Wintertime, summertime, it don't matter. It don't take but a split second. And got to right. keep eyes out for them four-legged animals, too, because one <laughs> evening we was down there fishing and a rabid raccoon come up on us. Luckily, we was always armed, but hmm. uh, there's a lot of hazards just fishing, period. So <laughs> safety comes all around the boat, not counting them little slithering snakes that will bite, too. Well, I'm, I'm laughing about that because anybody that's watched our lives, I'm sure, have seen – uh, when I start trying to walk around the rocks on the bank, there's more than a couple comments. Get off the rocks! Get off the rocks! <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've been watching a, a few times, and I'm like, Stan, please be careful. Please be yeah, careful. Exactly, please yeah. There's, uh, which, which, God bless you all. Thank you so much. I, I know that's a sign of uh, concern and friendship, and I can't tell you what that all means to me. Well, it, it, and it is. Because, you, know, it's like, you know, we do have a good community of people, and I'm sitting there watching, and I know that <laughs> I can't get there very fast, so Stan's going to be long, long on down the water before I ever get there. Yeah. But I know that Stan three can paddle pretty quick. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he he would uh yeah he would be there. That's that's uh. But I'm I'm always uh yeah. Safety is first, and I try not to do anything that I well I shouldn't say that because yeah I shouldn't be doing that stuff. But <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to do exactly right. <laughs> So good, so, Patriot James armed. Who would have guessed? I said, yep, always. <laughs> I no doubt. Uh, so when you have <laughs> fishing, are are you pretty limited at the places that you get to go fish? As far as off the bank on the James. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, there's not a lot of. If you watch a lot of other lives, uh, a lot of people have access to you know pretty good. You pull up and there's a flat bank, and you're able to go fishing. Uh, there's not a lot of that here. <laughs> so henceforth, I'm fishing on, you know, banks and rocks. And, uh, you know, it, th there's places to go, but there's not a lot of those easy access places to go. And then you're right here by Richmond, which, it's, you know, it's not a huge city, but there's a good populace that, you know, we, we they love catching these big fish, too. So you, you run into a lot of other fishermen. And so, yeah, it's tough to get... Uh, it's tough to find some spots, you know, you've got to, uh, you've got to, uh, you know, really put the time in to try to find them. And, uh, then you got to try to find good ones that have, you know, the right, uh, depth and, you know, current and things like that. And so it, it, it can be challenging. Absolutely. And that's part of fishing period. You got to learn Navionics. You got to learn Google earth. You got to learn your terrain. You got to learn a lot of stuff that goes along with it. There's there's a science that comes along with any type of fishing, mm -hmm. especially us cat fishermen. We're not like a ditch pickle fisherman. You know, you can about <laughs> find a ditch pickle on any bank, but you catfish not necessarily that way. Um, so we have to really do our homework. They can call it a poor man's sport all they want, but it ain't a dumb man's sport. Yes, that's for sure. Not at all. They, if they want to go out and try to catch a good old catfish, yeah, they might get into a mess of daggum channels, but when you want to put quality blues and flatheads, you better do your freaking homework. Yeah, yeah, and that's uh, these shows are, uh, you know, just they will help people exponentially. Uh, whether you fish from the bank or you fish from the boat, you can pick something up just about every show. Uh, things that that they do in the in the boat, you can find the same kind of things from the bank, and uh, you know, try to adjust adjust your style a little bit. You got to change some things, but if you listen to 
I mean, even on the, even on the bait shop, there's some good fishing things on there. You know, it, it's, it's a lot of fun, but you'll, you'll get your, uh, you'll get some really good tips if you pay attention in between the laughs. Especially if, details. Yeah, especially if you listen to the one fine gentleman, Chad, and he's very good. <laughs> he's one of Chalil's favorites. Uh, the other guy's fairly good at what, you know, fairly knowledgeable, but not only not as good as the Chad. So, uh, but you yeah. You just got to yeah, put on really your rubber stuff. boots and wade through the BS to get to what you need to hear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm killing me. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. The white oh, rubber boots. Much. Ain't that what y'all wear? Ain't that right, Sam from down there in Louisiana? They got to be the white rubber boots, ain't they? <laughs> well, I couldn't find the white ones, so I, I got yellow. <laughs> I was say, you, know, you got the little rubber rubber ducky boots or something, what you got oh, on, on when you're fishing out there, ain't it? Oh. Yeah. Hey, well, you know, uh, like we said, I'm a, I'm a bigger person, and I was trying to find uh, some boots this winter, and I was trying to find some muck boots, and I just couldn't find a big enough pair to – to, to get on so we were at a uh, tractor supply i think and it was these are the slip over that go over your own shoes but they had really good tread on them and uh you know so hey you do what you do you do what you got to do and i'll wear my if, it, if if wearing my rubber boots my yellow rubber boots out there means i can get out on the bank and in the mud i'm wearing rubber yellow rubber boots you know what i mean <laughs> hey uh, i need I to tell you what especially in that call what's that okay, uh, i need to cover uh, a question Somebody asked that, Chad, you're doing a great job, but wants to know where Mr. Lyle. Mr. Lyle had some uh, medical things. He's in. He's fine. He's just fine, but he uh, wants to let y'all know that he will be on future shows in a couple weeks after he takes care of what he needs to take care of, but he's just fine. Um, we're just going to let Mr. Chad fill in. He's got that big, long, white beard, so he's filling in pretty good. Uh, and plus, Chad's fun to have on the show. He's a good, he's a good host, as also. So thank it you for coming. It took them in almost. It took them almost twenty minutes to even <laughs> notice that I wasn't Lyle. Yeah, <laughs> I can't Your, believe you keep it. yours a little bit longer, and uh, you know, <laughs> longer. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, go yeah, ahead, Mr. Chad. Didn't mean to interrupt you there. Oh, no, you are uh, good, Mr. Lyle. Will be. Like you said, he'll be back shortly. He's, he's doing good. He's just yeah. wanting to take care of some things. Yes. So, you know, Stan, you know, you do a lot of the, the banks on the Sunday and stuff, but we've seen you out in the boats a couple of times, and uh, hey, you yeah. know, you've not made it to the kayak just yet. No. You've kind of made some folks question, are you going to go full boat one at one point? Hmm? Well, <laughs> hey, I... Whatever you got to do to go catch the fish, if you've got a friend that shows up with a boat and says, "Hey, you want to go fishing?" You jump in the boat and go fishing. You know, it's a uh, uh, boat is probably uh, I would say boat. I'm, I'm not going to say it's easier fishing. Uh, if you've got conditions walking and things like that, a boat can be great because it's flat. I agree. Uh, you know, you can you can sit. You don't got to try to walk out to the spot. You're not walking on uneven bank all day that just, uh, you know, it, it kind of tear you up a little bit. And uh, if you if you're in a spot and you're not having luck there, you, you move, you, you know, right. you drag baits, you uh, go to another side of the lake or downriver or upriver, right. uh, which on which from bank, it's you know, you got to pack all your stuff, walk the half mile back to your car, which takes me about an hour. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. But, uh, yeah, but at the same time, it does it does force you patience that a lot of people in boats forget. Yeah, and, and a lot of to set up on a fish, knowing that they're going to be transitioning through there. David Martin is a good person that he will set up, and he will wait them out. He knows they're going to be coming through there. He's done done his homework. Mm -hmm. By being forced on a bank to set up on that spot, when you pick that spot, you pick it one, one you know that they're going to be there feeding, or two you know that they're going to be transitioning through there to go feed. Uh, and if you do that, you're almost guaranteed to catch a fish if you're there at the time for feeding. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's uh, uh, like I said, you watch a lot of the shows. 
uh, Muskrat Adventures on Tuesdays does an awesome job of, uh, well, first of all, Catfish Weekly. I mean, between the different guests that you have and James, between you and Lyle, uh, the information that comes out, if you don't learn at least a couple of things every Catfish Weekly, every Monday night, you're not listening. Uh, And then you got uh, Catfish and Crappie after that. Awesome show. Uh, Mark, another awesome person. Uh, you always pick up something there and you got, like I said, Roger on, uh, on Tuesday nights talking about the things that he does and they do mostly boat fishing, but you can take a lot of like that thing about the Pythagorean theorem and trying to, uh, how to pinpoint getting your bait right in front of the fish. Uh, you know, that's awesome. And Epic uh, catfish comes on there a lot and we'll, uh, you know, go over encyclopedias worth of, of knowledge, uh, and uh, James, of course, your show on, on Wednesday night. God bless America and its catfishers. Uh, you know that uh, we need more of that. And uh, but every night, there's <laughs> you you learn something every single night. Uh, you know our Creole and I show on Friday nights now. Uh, from bank to boat, we're trying to cover the whole spectrum of uh, questions from the beginning person that just started up to people that uh you know maybe going on tournaments and. Uh, you know, we're trying to cover that whole thing. So, you know, every night, if you tune into the shows, use the information that you learn, yes. try to figure it out on your own waters because things are going to be a little different and uh, it will help take that knowledge and put it to your own waters. Use the things like you were talking about before Navionics and uh, uh, Google Earth and studying the maps and you put all that together. You, eventually you're going to come into them. Yes. And I mean, it does, each show has a little different twist on things and you got to pay attention. That's why my show, I always talk about small details, small details. Mm-hmm. Where Chad, you and me might all pull, say, drag the same way if we're all three boat fishing. We might be dragging Santee rigs and 30 foot of water off a channel edge. But where I might have mine out 100 foot, Chad might have his out 150 foot, and you might have yours out 70 foot. Mm-hmm. Well, 200 foot. <laughs> and it might be it might be those long lines that are actually catching the fish, or it might be the short lines. Mm-hmm. But we as fishermen, we so used to doing it that way, sometimes we forget to tell it because yep. it already becomes second nature to us. That's yeah. why I try to reach and pick. All right. I know you drag baits. I know you do this. Why do you do that? Yeah. That's what I want to know. I'm yeah. still learning too, guys. That's what I want to know. Why did you do that? Why did you pick that spot? That's why I was asking you about locations. I love, I got boats. I got two boats. One I'm rebuilding and one that we run. I still bait fish as much as I boat fish because I love it. it to me, it's nostalgic. I, I remember the days of fishing off the bank with my grandpa and my daddy and stuff, and they're no longer here on earth. So I still go down there and I bank fish by myself just to kick back. Don't turn on nothing. Just sit back and listen to the water and enjoy that time. And I know that you get that sometimes staying out there fishing oh, on yeah. the river, hearing that, wa- that water run by you like that, that would have to be so relaxing. I hate we don't have no rivers close by here that I could do that. Yeah, it's, uh, well, uh, you know, with the rivers, like I said, there's the spots. You, you just got a uh, same thing. Like you said, I look for, I want uh, a hole, access to deeper water, ledges, flats up by the, you know, I want different types of things so you can cast into different areas from the same spot mm-hmm. and find out where they are that day. Uh and listen to what the fish are telling you. So I'd pref- if I can find that, that's what I would rather have. I'd rather have a uh, current, a hole, deeper hole, uh, ledges, some cover. You want all of it in the same area so you've got access from that spot to all the different areas. So it increases your chance of, you know, where the fish are at and uh, what they're doing that day. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I was going to ask you that, Stan. So, like, when you guys are setting up on the bank, I um, because Virginia's unlimited, right? That's right. Yep. Yep. So, when you're setting up your your rods and stuff for the day, or and you're casting them out, and you because you probably know your 
your main spots pretty well by now. I know you guys have fished them pretty well, right? So are you staggering your baits at different depths or are you doing the old heave ho and launch them as far as you can get them <laughs> like I used to do back when I, back when I bank fish all the time? Well, we're always looking for, uh, you know, first of all, y'all see that uh, Stan 3 is out there with me. and just kind of takes it easy. I got to do all the work and bait all the hooks and, you know. Uh, he's just kicking back there, and I'm I'm trying to do all of the work, and then I got to do the talking too. So you know, it's uh, it gets just it gets just like lot. tonight. <laughs> you know, he's taking a nap, and you're here hard at work. It's it's fine. <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, I I couldn't be out there without him, so I I can't tell yeah. him how much that means. But uh, we're always looking for things uh, uh to help. We want to put the baits in as precise a spot as we possibly can. Uh, you know, upriver, so it swings back against the 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 uh, swings back back against the channel. Uh, some right up on the edge of that channel. Some in flat. Uh, you know, and, and you might have one or two where you just chuck it out as far as you can just to see. <laughs> uh, but if yeah. you know, we're we're trying to do things. This is something that I want to try to do. Uh, right now, the because of the shad season, there's so many boats that are just uh, all over the place. It's tough to do it, but uh, when that slin thin thins out a little bit, you can uh, be looking to see me using these from the bank. Nice. Uh, from Uncle Lou's Tackle on Facebook. Um, you know, so, people with rivers don't understand how great that right there, what you're getting ready to say, can be could be for them on a yeah. river system. Uh, and you, you've heard James, you've heard uh, Patriot James talk about his the bobbers with uh, – Mm-hmm. You know, look for all those opportunities you can on, you know, it's a river with moving current, but there's spots where you can float that bait with that yep. bobber. And uh, there's you know, also eddies where that water is actually moving upstream yes, sir, yeah. and you can throw that bobber in there, just let it kind of just swirl around and yeah. carry your bait and it will present your bait in multiple spots all day long. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There's a couple of there's a couple of spots where I want to, we're down from a railroad bridge where from casting, it's kind of hard to get to it, but I want to try to get this and let the uh, planer board, let it bring the bait out to as close as possible to that, those bridge pylons that I can. So, you know, just anything like that. If you're on the bank that uh, can help you get your baits in the exact spots you want them in. The only yeah. downside about bait fishing with planer boards, when you break one off, you can't chase it down. <laughs> no, I was that's talking That's what you with, wore uh, on that kayak you do, though, ain't it? That's for sure. That's for sure. You'd be paddling <laughs> it quick, too. <laughs> I was talking with uh, uh, Epic Catfish the other night and kind of trying to come up with a secondary plan in case that happens, having it hooked up to a kind of a, a backup line, let's say. But, you know, that that's things that uh, I want to have worked out before I – you know, actually go out there and really try to start doing it. And, but you know, that's, that's what we want. That's what I want to try. And, you know, you'll see Stan three, he's been doing, uh, he actually entered the kayak. The, what is it? Kayaks and cats that does the, uh, yeah. Yeah. He took, uh, his first, he was in it last month. It was his first month in it. And he took uh second place. Really? Congratulations. Yeah. It was uh green machine. Green Machine ended up first place, and uh, Stan Three was second. So he's uh, and he's, uh and we forgot he's, to say this, Mark. If you like the show, please share, hit the like button, and if you're not subscribed, make sure you subscribe to this channel or any brand new channels that you're not subscribed to in chat. Check them out. Share the bait, guys and gals. Sorry to interrupt. I, we forgot to say that. Always forget to say that. Yeah. Well, Chalil's brain doesn't always remember everything, James. <laughs> uh, Getting up there. But I don't have but two brain cells, and one's chasing the other one around and around, and they don't ever come together. So we'll, we'll, we'll get it together sooner or later. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's really cool, though, that, uh, you know, he's been really showing off about the uh, the kayak fishing, you know, uh, yeah. All the fish that he's been he's been he's been putting some some whoppers on that kayak, so it only made sense that he would get in that with Dan and uh, Kayak Mike and all those guys. You know Good. that seems to be 
and you know, just Ryan like catfishing Clark. over the last year and a half or so, you know, it seems to be exploding, right? And you know, the kayak game is definitely seeming like you're finding more and more of the kayak catfishermen coming out and showing and, up. And Chad, so, with that being said, all you boat fishermen, please be aware of that. A lot of them yes. do night fish. So please be aware that they are a very small piece of that scenery up in front of you. Please be aware that the kayak fishermen out there and, and they, they ain't easily seen. So I would suggest that everybody wear a bright orange flotation device only. And no matter what uh, vessel you put out on the water, whether it be a, a little kayak like that, a John boat, uh those lights at nighttime if you can have that red and green light on and you know the white light so you can be seen you talk about uh especially in rivers like uh uh if you go down any any down river any in the james from richmond you've got uh the port of richmond and you've got the barges coming up so those dang barges ain't gonna see a little kayak you know they'll be lucky to see it with a light on it but uh and they can sneak right up on you before you know it. They're there, so they don't see boats, and they're not going to move. You better move. Uh, they're not moving. Uh, but have the lights on the kayak, and that'll help with uh, some of that visibility thing. I think if you was a kayak, I believe I'd have me one of them tall sticks that's got one of them strobe lights, like these bicyclers <laughs> that ride ride bikes around. Yeah, yeah. Probes. Yeah, I tell you what, I know that I don't, on my my little boat that I bought, and in, they they would work yeah. on kayaks. No, my not, not the new one, but oh. my old, my old boat okay. is on Amazon, and they're about uh, probably about eighteen inches long, but they're they're red LEDs, and obviously those LEDs are going to be way brighter than your older lights. Yes. Then I would yeah. definitely suggest putting something like that on, and all yes. I have them is they clip right onto a battery. As soon as it gets dark, that way, and they're bright, buddy. I love them. Hey, and red Highly don't draw bugs. Like that. No? Red don't draw bugs nowhere near as bad as other colors. Oh, yeah. Well, Chalau, I thought, you you know, you would be, uh, with the red and green lights, that's something that you should be used to, right? I mean, that's uh, Christmas colors there, so that's... Oh, uh, I, love, I love Christmas. <laughs> oh... I'll stand. <laughs> anyway. It just got him a mark on the goodie list, didn't it? <laughs> oh, I'm probably going to get a stern talking to later. Uh, uh, Let's but, see. But before we get too much further, we do want to say, make sure everybody to say a prayer for Stan's wife. Um, yep. While we in here, Stan, she's in our prayers for sure. And thank um, you. To make a speedy recovery, I didn't want, us, didn't want us to get all the way through the show and not and not at least get some extra prayers in there. We all can use a prayer now and then. Oh, amen to that. Yeah, <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes, she'll, uh, she's uh, had some breathing issues, and so uh, she's in there for a couple of days. And wow. and I, yeah. uh, I'd rather I'd be you know since I can't be there. Uh, Talking with her, I'd rather be here talking with my friends. So that's go. right. Talking about some fishing. Hopefully, you know, like James just said, oh, you know, it's a it's a speedy thing. She gets feeling a little better, and you know, she'll be back in chats helping me make fun of you by at least by <laughs> Sunday morning. Now, um, have you do you get many flatheads in that area that you're fishing off the bank there? <clears throat> Well, I'm glad you asked that question because, <laughs> yeah, we we do uh, we do all right. Uh, you know, obviously more from the uh, kayak. Stan three put one out. Uh, was it in January or February? January or February within the past month or two, he had a 54 pound flathead from the kayak. Mm-hmm. Dang right. Uh, That's a I bet that was fun. Yes, um, it's unbelievable. So. Uh, yes. <laughs> you know, and, and it we're up river, you know, we're kind of right at the fall line where the tidal river James starts and the, you know, the upper James goes from there. The upper James is uh you know, your non-tidal river, it's just the okay. one. 
So there's a fall line that's just up from Richmond. Uh, so it's it's basically two kind of distinct rivers in one, you know, upriver from there. You've got your smallmouth bass, largemouth bass. Uh, there's some muskies further upriver. I heard uh, bait. You know, there's flatheads up there. But right at that fall line is where the majority of your, your flatheads kind of, uh, it's got current. It's got the cover with the rocks and bridge pylons and structure. and Oh, yeah. I think it was you, uh, Patriot, that was bringing up, uh, it might have been you, we're uh, catching them on uh, lures. And there's a couple of uh, uh, people that do pretty good in the area with uh, catching them on like the swim baits. And, yeah, uh, big rubber swim river. baits. Yeah, the big hmm. swim baits or those big paddle tails that you use for stripers. And you yeah. can actually, out in the current, catch uh, flatheads on artificial bait. See, that, I think, I mean, besides this new live scope or whatever they call it, I think that right there is going to be a major change in the tournament world, catfishing world. I can't ever see me paying that kind of money for one, but... For somebody that does a lot of tournament fishing, that's going to be the next big change in tournament fishing. And it's already making a difference in the tournaments now. But I think the next, this is just my personal opinion, but I think the next big change in catfishing is somebody's going to come out with that artificial bait and show us how to use it in order to catch fish. Because now, don't get me wrong, here on Lake Wally, we catch a ton of flatheads on cut bait. Mm-hmm. A ton of them. In fact, I don't think I've ever caught the one flathead on live bait. But I have caught blues on live bait. Catch a good many blues on live bait. Yeah. Uh, so I think that there's an opportunity. And I've caught tons of channel cats over the years of my days of bass fishing on, you know, crankbaits, on daggum spinner. Well, I ain't caught but one on spinner bait. But big rubber worms, I used to throw them big 10 and 12-inch rubber worms. <laughs> I throw big baits. I I went head hunting all the time. I'd go for broke, but or big giant lizards. And I've caught a number of channel cats, but that was before the flatheads and the blues was in my waters. Yep. Now that they're in there, I haven't had that chance to try it, but it's got to work. It has to work. Oh, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know catfish rely a lot on sense of smell. But they got a lateral line that runs the full length of their bodies that detect vibration and a small, minute electrical pulses, just like yep. a shark does. Yep. With that being yep. said, you know good and well they feel that vibration. They feel well, they that are. vibration of a thumping bait, like them big paddle tails you're talking about. Yep. That paddle yep. tail is always thumping in the water. They got to yep. feel it. Yep. Yep. Uh, those, those in talking with Epic Catfish and Tim Scott and you know, other people that uh, uh, they are, you know, they're basically the sharks of the fresh water. Uh, mm-hmm. Those big blues and, uh, you know, and, and flatheads even, but they, they, and the channels, you know, they each have their own distinct thing. And, uh, uh, you know, the flatheads have to be master of all of it. I mean, not the flatheads, yeah. the channel cats, because, you know, they're not as big as the blues and they're not as big as the flatheads. So they kind of got to get in where they can. And uh, I think that's why you have so much luck where you talk about, uh, you know, the chicken baits and the livers and the this and the that. I think that's why they work so well on channels is because the channels are so opportunistic because uh, they have to be. You know, right. the blues have their notch, the flatheads have theirs, and the channel cat's got to be everywhere. So I think that's why that other kind of bait works so much better on channel cats than on other ones that uh, it's because of that. Plus, I think the channel cats get to them before the big fish. I ain't saying that the big fish won't eat that bait. I just don't think the big fish get a chance to get that bait. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, obviously, I, you know, with Parker Pursuit says like this, he catches a lot of cats throwing deep diving crankbaits for bass. And, yeah, if you if you get a what looks like a fish in a, in a strike zone of any predator fish and they're hungry, they're going to strike at it. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a natural, it's a reaction. Yes, I mean, that's that's what you did in bass fishing. They didn't really have the, they got a sense of smell, but it's nowhere near what a catfish is. Is you're looking for that reaction bite, right? Right, yeah, and that's what you're trying to trigger in that catfish is that reaction bite. A flathead, them eyes above his, his, his eyes <laughs> on top of his head, yeah, he can smell it, 
But mm-hmm. he does a lot of reaction bites, buddy. You can bet your tail he does. Well, how many times have you seen – I've seen them videos of what them whales catfish over there in England Ooh. coming up underneath them bridges and grabbing pigeons that's down there getting water. Uh, ducks, grabbing ducks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a buzz bait. You've heard, everybody's heard of a buzz bait for bass fishing. That buzz bait sounds exactly like baby ducks trying to learn how to fly. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Uh and they will destroy it. And you know a big old flathead laying up there in the shallows and something comes swimming by his head? Oh, it's dead meat. Oh, yeah. Right. And I'm going to – I don't know if it would be this week, but within the next few weeks, I'm going to try to make sure I always got some night crawlers with me just for you, uh, James, because uh, I've <laughs> heard you, what you put out to people. And you'll see me one of these days. I'm going to have that big old wad on there for you. And yeah. I, uh, one of the biggest fish I was hooked into – when we first came down to Virginia, was on some night, a few night crawlers on a hook, and uh, I just didn't, I didn't have the line for it. I wasn't prepared. I didn't know that we had catfish here when we first came down that that was that size, but it was on some night crawlers. Right. And uh, you know, you bring up the Wells catfish. Uh, that's one of the main techniques they use over there. That plunker, plunk, yeah. plunk, plunk. They get yeah. it irritated, and then they drop that big. Uh, if you look at it, it's a big wad of night crawlers with yeah. like a a uh, bass hmm. jig skirt over top of it, and yep. it's a wide night crawler is what they're using to catch those wells catfish. Oh, uh, that's interesting. Don't mean to interrupt you, Mister Junior Proctor. This weekend, his partner on the boat put a fifty-nine-seven blue in the boat on one of Patriots bobbers. Woohoo! Big blue. Waiting on that video to come out, and Mister Larry Neal. I don't know. I didn't see him in chat tonight. He sent me a video of uh he got a he got him a 15 pound blue today on Wiley. He sent me the video. Didn't see, I didn't get to see the fish, but I got to see that barber looking like that Charles uh, Jaws movie where the barrels <laughs> going across the water. So that was pretty cool. Thank you guys for sending me those videos. Uh, Lyle, you know how we we know how fish are instinctual, and for for those of us that you know who wasn't who didn't grow up bobber fishing, there's yeah, right. something to me. You never know. I mean, you see a pole go over. You kind of know what it is. You're lure yeah. fishing. You kind of know what it is. You see that bobber start. Shh, you don't know. It could, be, it could be a state record. It could be. You never know. That To me, that's just, and it's just, we were raised like that. So I think over time, like just seeing that bobber is just kind of an instinctual thing. It's just so exciting. Yeah, Chad. Yeah. How many times have you thrown crickets out trying to catch brim or something, small fish and crack and Daggum catfish grabbing crickets. Oh, a few times out, of, you know, especially out of the, the small farm ponds and stuff that I yes. fish. Yes. All the time. Yes. Yeah, so you never know them, what. <laughs> fishing with them or them, you know, them little bitty minnows. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest right. channel, one of the biggest channel cats I caught over 16, over 16 pounds was fishing for brim wow. in a little, it was a little pond out behind a hotel in Georgia when I was in the Air Force. We were just out there catching some brim, and uh, all of a sudden, well, I knew then that that wasn't a. Uh, <laughs> I knew that was that bobber went. Yeah. Shoo, it was gone. Yeah. So <laughs> I knew it was either a carp. I thought it was a carp. Actually, is what I thought had happened because I was just using them little red wiggler, little small red red wigglers on a, like a size six hook, and that sucker just gone. And I had a little ultralight pole with, I think four, two or four pound test and. Probably about half hour, forty minutes later, and came that uh, big old channel cat. So there, there is still a bait pole to this day. And where I, when I was a little kid, I was probably six, seven, eight years old. I don't know how old I was, but I was using my stepdad's bait pole that he let me use. And to this day, I don't know what ripped it out of my hand. Bound down there, bait fishing next to the cattails. <laughs> <laughs> I. I, he, he went in looking for it, but he never did find that pole. It, who knew was it where in that pond? It wasn't a big pond, but it, it's somewhere in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Parker Pursuits, I don't know if you saw that there. If you don't get Jack seeing a bobber going down, it's time to just give up fishing. <laughs> that's yeah, right. That's, that's and, it. That's it in a and, nutshell. <laughs> around, and around here, that the water temperature in the river and the creeks 
are is just about prime. They're, they're starting to catch more flathead along our area of the, of the Ohio. So it's almost prime. So we got really the next, what, month and a half, almost two months where it'll be flathead, uh, flathead time. So my wife has yet to catch one. So that's what we're going to start targeting. So we're going to be getting out there with some bobbers and, and finding well, someone. Chad, guess what? What? In about two and a half weeks, she's going to get about two weeks. That's she's going to get her chance. I'm looking the flathead for flathead bite is on, son. Flathead bite is coming <laughs> now, on hard on Wiley. Now you know that she's in there listening, and, and now yes. any pole that goes down, I'm not going to be allowed to touch. <laughs> well, that that's probably a good oh, thing. Listen. <laughs> oh, listen. Oh wow! No, no, that yeah, wasn't you, a, you, that wasn't a <laughs> shot on on Chalil. We just know. <laughs> you, we just know that that. You know whether whether it's Diane or D or you know they are just gonna get that big old you know fish of the lifetime. Uh, y'all have heard my stories about uh, uh, letting some of uh, accidentally letting some of Diane's fish get away. New York's would have been a New York State record over over four pound crappie, and it got out of the fish. <laughs> I accidentally let it out of the fish basket. Yeah, I slept on the couch for about two weeks with that one, but uh. Yeah, they they just have that uh, you know that that second her favorite thing to do was uh, when we fished up in the lake and up was uh, spinner baits in the early part of the year. She would love spinner baits, and God bless her, she could pick that one set of lily pads out first cast, boom, and she's got the <laughs> she just had that uh. So that was not a shot at the Chad because we we know how much I like the Chad, but that was that was just a compliment towards the D. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> if guys and gals alike, when you get to the point in life that watching somebody else catch a fish or it maybe even a fish of a lifetime don't excite you, you need to go climb back underneath the rock. <laughs> That's right. I, I you know as long as D keeps it at least one pound or or more underneath my boat record. We are perfectly fine, <laughs> so that I don't have to hear about it well, until I get up it. That is true. That is that does add a whole another thing that a lot of people don't have to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I'd say you probably catch more slack with that than uh, anybody else I've ever seen. <laughs> I, I'm all I'm all about it. You know, honestly. You know, and you can attest, Dan, when you guys did the couples tournament and just how, how excited Diane was to catch that fish, you know, and, and taking D out and she fished a tournament with me and she landed that 23 pounder. And it was just like their eyes, you know, it's like Patriots, what you're saying is they're, they're, they're <laughs> smiling, their eyes light up, they get so excited. And that's what it's all about. It's like, and it's like yeah. taking kids fishing and they're just having know. a ball. I don't it's know if I ever said this because y'all didn't hear it on there. Uh, when I came back and she caught the fish, she's like, you should leave more often. I caught the fish when you weren't here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad she did. <laughs> yeah, hey. I mean, it's it makes a good day, man. When I mean, oh, it does. So much if that's fun the only thing she caught that day, it's still a good freaking yeah. day. Yeah. The, that whole day, the first day, it was uh, we were fishing with, uh, with you, James, and uh, your wife, and uh, – your your significant Patty. other, <laughs> Patriot and JP three and his wife and my wife, <clears throat> she still talks about that to this day. What fun that was! Uh, oh, it was. That, it was. A and blast. that was that's her only time. That's the only time she's ever been on YouTube. Was that uh, that one couple's challenge? And my so, wife too. Yeah, she had a blast. Yep, my wife too. In fact, that's the only time she's ever been fishing with me. Uh, was for <laughs> that couples awesome. tournament. Yeah, so I appreciate that, Chad. I do. So we're looking forward to the next one. We got to redeem ourselves, but she's gonna have to get <laughs> you gonna have to get her sea legs ready because she we ain't going back to that lake. We're going to Mall. We're going to Daggum Wiley. Well, I she just don't have uh, good sea legs, you know. And Wiley gets Wiley can get messy. Uh, it can get it can get pretty hectic on weekends. So you know. That's the only yeah. downside about it is that we would probably have to pick a place that I can shoot 
across and get out of that boat traffic. Uh, yep. Well, and then, and time to go. Time to go. <laughs> that's one. That, that is one reason why I chose to do kind of late in the season as you start losing some of that boat traffic, yeah. you know, as the pleasure boaters are going away. I mean, obviously out in your area, it's going to be sometimes a little bit warmer than yeah. maybe more central of the U S but that's kind of why I was hoping. And then the ladies and would have a little bit better boat ride more yeah. than likely. So. Yeah. You're going to see, I mean, April is still kind of early, but it ain't early on Wally. I mean, they already, yeah. uh, the pleasure boaters are already out right today was bumping close to 80 and it's supposed to be 80 tomorrow. So it's going to turn in fish on Chad. They turn it on. So. I'm excited. We gonna you gonna see some pigs come to the scales. I plan on trying to bring one. You know whatever. You know if, well, Deal's gonna have to carry it for me. If you guys saw my video, she had to lift my, wave my fish for me because I couldn't. But you know, I'll bring her along so she can catch them, and uh, I'll take pictures with them. So <laughs> there you go. Uh, hey, whatever it takes. You know the way I feel about it is whatever it takes to get it to the boat. If you're out there fishing with with several people. To me, whatever fish you catch, that's a group effort. It's not one person. Oh, and, yeah, and you, yeah, exactly. Everybody gets involved with that, and I would much rather uh, – I, I, same thing that Patriot James said before. I would much rather be watching the person or helping the person or talking to the person that's catching that, and they're all – I get more excitement out of that anymore than uh, than than I, me doing it myself. Yeah, it's what I've said all along. It ain't about what we receive, it's what we give. Yep. And and that's what you know, one thing we've been practicing, you know, especially with tournaments and stuff, right? You 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 have to get out of that mentality of it's my it's you know, it's mine, mine, mine. You are, you're out there as a team, right? There's yep. one rule that and actually D D made this rule up. Is she has to reel in the first fish because if she reels in the first fish, we actually have we we tend to have it's like a superstition, right? We have a mm-hmm. good day. Anytime I reel in, that's the only fish we seem to catch that day if we catch anything at all. <laughs> so, and, but that know. brings that brings up a good point, and uh, you've heard Lyle talk about it before. You can see how you and D work together uh, when you see these good uh, epic and uh, uh, catfish heroes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that I was joking around about stand three before, but we kind of got a good system, uh, and it's just from going out and spending time together on the water, and we kind of know what the other one's going to do. He puts the poles pretty much where I wanted them put anyhow, but he's putting them there already. Uh, you yep. know, we're kind of on that same page, and um, one of us will get. We you know we each have kind of our own poles, and whichever one goes first, that's who usually gets that. But then. Uh, any every poll becomes that's the next person. We try to go back and forth with who catches. Right. Them. So right. he catches one, I catch one, whatever, and that's how we kind of try to. Unless I'm like, I don't, I, I can't get up. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Got a question, Chad? Got a question for yep. you? Yes, what sir. if that first fish becomes up a double? You make a reel in both fish. <laughs> Ooh, she better, she better get that first one in before I can get that second one in, because I'm going to be reeling and tugging, reeling and tugging. And then I'll get it to the boat just so she can get hers in the boat first, and then I'll pull mine in. Unless he's a unless he's a whopper, and then that boy, then she better just put hers down and grab that net. There you go. <laughs> I had to ask it. We winding down a little bit. We still got a few minutes left. Yeah. Now, what's your future plans as far as your channel and your shows and uh, stuff well, like that? You know, I'm just. Uh, uh, I still cannot, uh, I can't thank everybody enough for the support. I still can't believe that here I am on catfish weekly. Uh, I can't believe I got the Friday night show with Creole. We're doing bank to boat with Creole catfish. And if you're not, that's on my channel, but, uh, I call Creole, my broadcasting brother out there. love him to death. Uh, we, we have a great Friday night show every Friday night. Uh, we're doing that. Uh, we do the, uh, <laughs> I do the stand day morning live fishing every Sunday morning out there with my son. So we're going to keep doing some more of that. You're going to see some, uh, 
Uh, Stan three is trying to get where he can do some more videos and stuff from the kayak. He's been out a couple times and he had a, a he did a couple lives out in the kayak. Uh, that's kind of the thing we're going to try to do a little more of on the Sundays is uh, I'll be on the bank and he's going to go out in the the kayak. Uh, right now, our little John boat is down because uh, he had an old 9.9 on there and the lower unit on that is kind of they only last so long, you know, it's a, yeah. I think that dang motor is older than he is. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, that there may be a boat in the future. You don't know, but, uh, when you're on these big waters like this, it's advantageous to have a boat to get to the, cause they're, they're, they're in big waters. There's spots where those big fish just aren't going to come to the bank. You have to go after them. Uh, you, yeah. I'm not saying you can't catch it from the bank, but you'll have more of a chance you'll be in the better spots. You'll be able to, to see more fish or put your bait in front of more fish, just being in a boat. So, you know, that, that, that's something that, you know, in the future, I'm sure we will, but we're just going to keep doing what we're doing. <laughs> uh, people seem to like it. I, I, you know, as you can see, every time I'm on here, I got a smile on my face. Uh, really think of all y'all as family members. So. Yeah. Well, stay. Uh, you know, Exactly. You know, you definitely have the personality, you know, people love the passion that you, you bring to the show, you know, your shows and the bank on Sunday, your, your father and son. And then, you know, there's always the, the little one that tags along from time to time <laughs> that as long as you got your, your toenails and stuff painted just right, you'll catch fish. So yeah, little Smith. You know, You're little gonna see Smith. now that the weather's warming up, they can't wait to get out a little more and there was a couple mornings we had to actually make her stay. It was, you know, here in Virginia, you don't get 13 degrees very often, but every Sunday this whole year so far, been 12 or 13 Sundays. There's only been two of them that wasn't rain, sleet, snow. Uh, so now we hit April and uh, God bless her. The one morning it was, I didn't think it was supposed to be as bad as it was. And it turned out this pouring rain for hours. And God bless her. She was out there with us for five hours trying to catch that fish. And not a not a once did she say, I want to go, uh, you know, 11 years old. So you don't find that a lot. So, yeah, not nowadays anyway. No, sir. Back when they were back when they was raised on the riverbanks and didn't have technology <laughs> that we have nowadays, they'd be more apt to do it. But nowadays, not. But well, yeah. James, you know, old school, you would never say that to your, your parents brought you somewhere. You were lucky to be there. You didn't say I want to go. <laughs> That's right. You're exactly right. What? There was no going there was no going home early. No. <laughs> we're going home when I'm dang ready to go home. That's right. You don't like it. No, go, you did, go you never dirt. did you never did hear kids say that. We was always <laughs> enticed with doing what, what they was doing or or doing our mm -hmm. own thing, running off through the woods. If it got more fishing. We had daggum woods to run in and yep. animals to chase and snakes to find and whatever, you know, it was just. Well, I, we I saw a comment out there by love nature. I saw a comment out there by Parker Pursuits, and that means a lot for him to say that we're dedicated. Uh, him and Mo Creek out there in Chad's last uh, Blue Cat tournament. Yeah, we fished in a little bit of freezing rain and, you know, fried my phone and stuff, but they were out there in minus whatever degree and. They fished with frostbite. So, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell y'all guys one thing. My old ass is not getting out there in that kind of weather. I don't have nothing to prove. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's right. They never done that. Don't want no more of it. <laughs> it gets a little chilly out there sometimes. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've been many times with, uh, with the ice freezing in your eyelets and You'd have to thump the eyelets to get the dang up my side of it so you could reel your stuff in. And it's fun. It is. But the older you get, you know, you start looking like Fred Sanford coming in trying to reel your stuff in. It no longer becomes fun. When it becomes painful and irritant, and when you get cold, guys, it's hard to get warm if you ain't got a fire. So, you know, be safe. But go ahead. Well, gentlemen, we are right at, right at an hour. If you uh, are not already subbed, get ready to head on over to Catfishing Crappie. We have Mr. Mike Chavez on with Mark tonight, so that is immediately starting in about 40 seconds, so should be a great show, and if you're yes. hungry, 
you might want to go ahead and grab a snack because Mike Chavez is probably going to make you <laughs> even hungrier. So, Stan, thanks for joining thanks, us tonight, buddy. God oh, bless you and your wife. Uh, you know, our, you know, she's in our thoughts and prayers. So, again, thanks for coming on tonight. This oh, is no the problem. this is the Chalil, <laughs> and we got Miss Oh over here, Mister Patriot James. James, thanks for having me on with you tonight. Oh, I enjoyed it, Chad, as always, my friend. And Stan, like you said, your wife, you and your wife and your family's in our prayers. And uh, if anything we can do on the catfish world side, just let us know, my friend. And uh, hey, y'all already. That being me. said. God bless America and God bless each and every one of you. We'll see y'all next Monday we'll night. We'll see you next Monday night. Go check out Mark and Mr. Mike Chavez. Take care, everybody.